Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of a Frugal Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Amobio Kugo. Um, if you're new, welcome to the channel, a Frugal Athlete Podcast, where we talk about what it means to be a frugal athlete and everything sports business. If you're returning, thank you. Make sure you continue to subscribe, leave reviews, and keep keep joining us on this path to building content, providing content, and just share everything a frugal athlete um so for this episode we're gonna keep it short and sweet um i'm kind of uh, if, if you've noticed on the website a frugalathlete.com we've been stressing education so i think that's what we're going to talk about for this podcast so with that being said let's get started So right off the back, let's get um, let's get it straight. Education doesn't necessarily mean, you know, degrees or school or um, stuff like that. Um, education, in my eyes, means, you know, consistently learning, um, consisting, consistently making sure you're enhancing your skills, your crafts in a in a particular sector so that you can um, later become an ex- expert. You know, just like, you know, just like you're an expert in your professional athletic career, you can be an expert in something else, whether it's photography, um, you know, computer coding, um, the financial sector. Um, obviously, if it's certain sectors, you, you're going to have to go to school and you're going to have to get the right certifications. But when I when I when I stress education, it's about, you know, continuing to learn, continuing to advance your career continuing to advance your particular skill sets so that you have the credentials for when that time comes to um, to become an expert and to start making money for in that particular field with that being said um, on the on the website earlier this week I spoke about your education versus entertainment relationship and if you've listen to if you're if you're a consistent listener you might re- recognize that phrase from episode 3 when I um returned from NBA All-Star weekend when I was at their um, pay yourself first um pursuit financial summit weekend um Kevin Carr CEO of Pro to CEO he stressed what it means to um what it means to have your education versus entertainment relationship um, even. So that means, you know, for every dollar you spend on your ed- entertainment, whether it's going out, going to the movies, you know, going on vacation, you should make sure you spend just as much for your education. And whether it's, you know, continuing your education, trying to complete your degree, you know, get an advanced degree, um, learn a different craft, learn another language, just increase your education so that you can have a particular skill set for down the road. Because like, like like statistics show you never know when your career is going to be over and i really thought that was really interesting because i think it's very important that as athletes we continue to grow we continue to learn uh, we continue to advance ourselves outside of our career not only that not only because it helps you you know stay engaged outside of outside of your sport it, it gives you like a kind of gateway to not be so tense or so wrapped up in your sport but it gives you a chance to learn new skills, develop new skills, 
and hopefully down the road, use those skills. So I touched on, you know, making sure your education versus entertainment relationship is on par. And that's not to say that you can't enjoy the finer things in life, especially after working hard a whole season. But as athletes, we have so much time in the day. Uh, granted, you may have some family obligations if you're a family man. But for the most part, you have so many hours in the day, so many hours in the week, off seasons where you can, you know, attend a seminar. You can pick up some books in a in a particular interest that you have. You can attend a class. You can do all these different things that will eventually help you in the long run. You can even do an externship, internship, shadow. There's so many different opportunities for you to increase your education. So I think as as athletes, it's important that we continue to do that, continue to take advantage of our resources and um, exploit um, expanding our education. Kevin Carr, he's um, it'll be in the show notes, but he's worked over 20 years in in the sports industry when it comes to, you know, career development, career services and building out athletes to be their own CEOs. So when he when he spoke on that topic, I really took it to heart because he knows what he's talking about when it comes to that subject. Um, me personally, um, I, I feel like I can attest to, you know, um, investing in my education because um, during my career, I consistently took classes, consistently went to seminars, consistently read books. Um, I recently graduated, um, graduated from University of Louisville. Um, I'll tell you that whole story in a little bit, but I recently graduated from University of Louisville while, while playing professional. Now I could have sat around and, you know, play video games or, you know, just watch Netflix all day, but I was able to dedicate time out of my day, out of my schedule to finish my degree. And, um... You know, coming out early out of UCLA, I promised my parents, Nigerian parents, all they think about is education. Education is number one. So I promised my parents I would finish my degree. But personally, I wanted to finish my degree as well because I didn't want anyone to identify me as just a jock. So it was important for me to finish my degree. And um, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I invested the time, glad I invested the resources and uh, ultimately got rewarded for the discipline and sacrifices that I've made. As an athlete, it's it's really important that you continue your education or pursue further education because as an athlete, you're spending your formative years, you know, playing a sport. And although, you know, playing a sport, skills translate and different characters. Um, personality traits and characteristics translate to the workforce, you're still um, falling behind when it comes to when you graduate or sorry, not when you graduate, when you retire or your your career ends. Because that time spent playing your profession, the regular individuals in the corporate is in corporate America already getting the training, getting the years of experience while you're playing. So if you don't have your education when you retire, not only do you not have your education, you don't have the work experience. Regardless of how many internships and externships you do, it's still it's still hard to 
you know, make that jump. The the regular individual kind of has a head start when it comes to the workforce. You may have a head start, you know, with capital and building your financial nest egg. But when it comes to actual work experience and experience in the corporate America, the regular individual has you beat. So that's why you can't you can't you can't let the companies use any excuse to to start you at entry level even though you you're probably going to have to start at entry level you can't give them any excuse which is why you need your degree at least you have the credentials to jump into the sector that you may want to jump into and then you just kind of have to play catch up you're going to have to work a little bit harder because you're going to have to get the work experience which is why you should you know, try to do externships and internships as much as possible. But in terms of education, you have, I I think it's vital for any athlete to at least have their bachelor's degree or certification um, just to help with, um, just to help when it comes to trying to get a job. Now, if you're going to be an entrepreneur or you're going to do something else that may not Require degree, or you have if you or if you've done a good job, you know, um, taking advantage of your connections, then this advice may not be for you. But as an athlete that leaves early to pursue their professional dream, I would advise you to at least have your bachelor's degree. So no one can use it as an excuse against you. When companies see that you are able to get your degree while playing, it also gives you a bonus. It shows that you're disciplined, you're able to manage your time, you, um, you're able to complete a task, and it shows that you know, you're not just a jock. Because as athletes, as professional athletes, you know, there's kind of a stigma against you if you're not, you know, if you're not a superstar or if you're not you know, one of these angel investors, athletes that um, you hear about all the time. So they're already, if they're already looking down upon you, don't give them a reason to, um, don't give them a reason to. So that's another reason why I kind of stress that degrees are very important if you want to transition, um, easily. I'm not saying it's, you know, it's mandatory, but it's very easy if you have a degree to make, um, make the adjustment. Um, earlier I said, um, I graduated from university of Louisville. So, um, the other day I got a, an email from my, my, um, my MLS players association career development coordinator. And she was just reminding me that my, um, my, my further education grant was about to expire at the end of 2019. So, um, I was very fortunate enough to sign a generation Adidas contract um, out of UCLA after my freshman year. And a generation Adidas contract is basically a contract that allows you to um, go to school while playing. So, you know, you'll take classes depending on where you want to go. And Adidas and MLS um, will reimburse you up to a certain amount that's agreed upon. Um, the agreed upon amount varies depending on, you know, how early you leave school, what school you went to, stuff like that. Um, so if I was a junior um, coming out out of a small school where the tuition is not as high, it would be lower than, you know, leaving my freshman year from Harvard just because tuitions and negotiations and stuff. Anyways, 
Um, so I had 10 years, I have 10 years up to when I signed my contract to complete my degree and use up my education, re, uh, my reimbursement. So luckily I've been, I was on top of it. So I finished my undergrad with about two years, two and a half years remaining for my reimbursement. And luckily I was able to negotiate, um, a large education grant. So I have a good amount of money left to pursue my graduate degree. So right now I'm continu- I'm pursuing different options and definitely I'm not going to let the education grant go to waste, which is what I want to touch on because I know a lot of athletes that don't take advantage of their education grants or their lifetime scholarships or their academic counselors or their player association career development coordinators or their team player engagement coordinators. And I'm telling you now, these resources are your friend and you have to take advantage of them because they will do whatever it takes to help you succeed. It's it's literally their job. Their job relies on, you know, you, um, whether it's completing your degree, you know, transitioning well outside of your sport. So whether it's your coordinator, your player coordinator, your Players Association coordinator, your academic counselor, take advantage of them. And not only that, take advantage of free money. I'm essentially getting free money to go to school. I was able to get a scholarship to go to school, leave early to go play pro, and still keep the money to go to school. So why would I waste it and let it go to waste? And then if I wanted to get my grad, my my grad school, my graduate school degree later, I'd have to pay out of pocket. It doesn't make sense. So sacrifice. if you need to sacrifice a couple hours a week, do that. Um, when I was getting my undergraduate degree, I didn't try to do it all at once. I divided it one to two, sometimes three classes per semester. And it was just a slow, that slow grind. Uh, like Isaiah Thomas says in his player, Players' Tribune videos, that slow grind. So, you know, it took me six years to get my undergrad degree. And then now I have a couple of years remaining to at least use up all my allotment to, if not finish, get, if not finish my graduate degree, um, put a, a serious dent in it. So I just think it's important to just take advantage of these resources. Uh, I It's just unfortunate that. I wish I could do like a study on how many, at least for MLS particularly, because I know I know a bunch of guys that don't take advantage of the Generation Adidas reimbursement contracts or the homegrown contracts. Um, luckily, at MLS, they're doing a great job trying to promote, you know, you know, promote education and career transition. They recently partnered with SNH, SNHU um, that, to provide, you know, schooling personally. I, I'm not going to go to SNHU. I don't think it's conducive for what I want to do down the road, but at least they're giving you that option. So why not take it if you don't have any others? Um, yeah, that's my whole thing. I think it's, uh, I just, I just think it's really wasteful. Like you see, um, these student athletes in the NCAA that get lifetime scholarships and they don't go back to school. 
I mean, granted, some of them are millionaires, overnight millionaires and stuff like that. And depending on how frugal they are, they don't really have to worry about it. But a lifetime scholarship to get any degree you want and depending on how your career went, take advantage of that. There's people that there's people that pay student loans till they're 60 years old. And I think that's another issue because as student athletes, professional athletes, we're low-key kind of spoiled. We don't, you know, when I was at UCLA, I didn't have to wait in line for books. I didn't have to buy books. I didn't have to buy backpacks. I didn't have to buy pens, pencils, any of that because it was just given to us. Um, tutoring, given to us. Um, being able to adjust test times and stuff like that, given to us. And that was just for soccer. Imagine, you know, the football team and the basketball team for these bigger programs. They practically do your homework for you. So take advantage of your resources and and be grateful because there's someone next to you in that class or someone that's signing up for a class that, you know, has to work three jobs to um, to pay for that. So, yeah, it's just all about taking advantage of your resources that are right in front of you and making the best of a of a of a situation. It's like having a royal flush and 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 not, and and unfolding. Don't do that. Sorry, I just went on a little tangent, but you can tell how fiery I get when it comes to people wasting um a good opportunity. But yeah, so to go back on to my process, I was taking online classes. Um one to two, sometimes three classes a semester and just that slow grind. And um, eventually I completed my bachelor's degree. And um, right now I'm searching on different options for my grad, my graduate degree. Um, and I'm not the only athlete that's done this. There's been plenty of athletes before me. If you check a shameless plug, if you check the website out, afrugalathlete.com. Um, this week we highlighted Steve Young. Um, for all his accomplishments um, for the Team Frugal Athlete of the Week. Um, and Steve Young, you know, if you don't know him, um, quarterback for the 49ers, backed up Joe Montana, probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time for his first couple seasons in the NFL, ended up taking over to the 49ers, led them to two Super Bowls after winning one previously as the backup. He... He went to law school while he was playing. He completed his law degree while he was playing professional football. So there's really no excuse. This was in the 90s. They didn't have online classes or anything like that. He was able to set it up, use his connections and his alma mater and his relationships to set it up where he would take winter classes every every year instead of having a full a full semester load there was times where he hit it right after the super bowl he'd leave to go to class and would have to catch up and he's not he's 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 one of many examples andrew hawkins who was going back and forth he finished his master's from columbia got his master's in sports administration and management um also we highlighted him as a team frugal athlete in the past um john urschel 
Uh, he's like a math nerd who recently ret- retired be- to to pursue his PhD. But while he was playing, he was getting his master's in mathematics and going back and forth and online and stuff like that. Um, I can I can go on and on. Amari Cooper just recently got his degree um, from the University of Alabama. This is a first round draft pick, overnight millionaire. He still had time to complete his degree. Um, Adon Foyle, you know, one of my, one of my, one of my, um, one of my heroes when it comes to the, what it means to be a frugal athlete, because he's really the frugal, uh, he's really a frugal athlete model. When you look at his history, he was able to get his master's, um, while he was playing basketball, 13 year NBA career, 82 games a season. He was still able to get it, um, these are all examples of different athletes that, you know, took the time to invest in their education when it came to their education versus entertainment relationship. And they're all reaping the benefits from it now. So there's no excuse, no matter how much you make, no matter how committed you are to your sport, you can still make time for yourself off the field, off the court, off the track to to invest in your education. And like I said, it doesn't have to be just school. I know plenty of guys that, you know, they wanted to get into photography, but they didn't just buy a bunch of cameras. They, you know, did the research. They went to a seminar. They went to a class. They went to a meet meetup group, um, whatever, and then built out their photography side hustle. Um, plenty of guys that, okay, they started a charity, you know, they worked with different brands to, you know, figure out the best way to do a charity. They didn't just blindly go into it. Um, and now, especially with the different resources like Google and YouTube University, uh, notice I say YouTube University, um, there's really, it's really endless information for you to continually learn and continually um, evolve as a as a as a as a as a young individual as a young professional athlete um yeah so education matters even though you left school early to pursue a professional career your education matters um and your ed- your education matters for a number of reasons um a recent article came out it'll be in the show notes um little tangent, by the way, if you check out the website, we have the playbook section where you can go check out the website. I'm sorry. You could go check out the podcast episodes along with being on iTunes, along with being on Google Play. Um, yeah, we're on almost all the platforms. We're on Anchor, obviously. Um, so make sure you check it out. Um, so we have show notes now. We have, you know, individual podcasts post where you know we're slowly growing slowly growing so make sure you check out the show notes the article will be uh, linked linkedin but yeah so the entrepreneur article came out um talking about athletes um being very very interested in franchising as a post-career opportunity and i just wanted to touch on that because um you know, post career, there's only there's so many options that athletes can do, um, but there's some that are more you know I guess safe or risk risk 
like heavy compared to different invest uh, different investment options, different strategies post career. So it was interesting to read about you know why franchising is um, is very popular amongst athletes right now, and one of the main reasons is because it, franchising gives you that sense of structure. And obviously, athletes, you're you're used to that structure, you know, practice, then you have to eat, then you have to take care of your body, then you have a game, um, you know, franchising, you have to go through the franchising process, they give you, you basically, they give you like a playbook, basically, on how everything's done, how everything's going to be done, projections, revenue, profit statements, all that. And basically, you put up the capital, you go to go through the training, and you get the job done. Um, you've seen athletes, whether it's, you know, franchise and wing stops or orange theories, um, different entities. Um, you've seen athletes be very successful when it comes to that. Um, two of the athletes that probably the most successful are, um, Jamal Mashburn and, uh, uh, Ulysses, Ulysses Jr. Bridgman. Those two athletes, both in the Midwest area have little, literally franchise conglomerates. And um, I think you see now more athletes are starting to um, to do that compared to, you know, doing a rent, uh, a restaurant, you know, franchising, even though franchising a restaurant and franchising uh, and actually building up your own restaurant are kind of the same thing. It's really not. So it's cool to see athletes, you know, be, um, gradually grow, gradually become smarter when it comes to different career investments and strategies and stuff like that. And um, having that sense of structure, having that sense of identity, I think it's important as well because, you know, you don't want to go cold turkey once you're done playing. You want to kind of ease into it, um, so that transition is so that transition is easy, and uh, being able to franchise different restaurants and stuff like that is a is a great option for um, athletes to consider. And um, I promised myself I would keep this short. That's basically all I have. Um, if you'd like to hear more about my process of continuing my education, you know, send send an email, send a tweet, hit the DMs. You know where to find us at Frugal Athlete. A a, a frugal a frugalathlete dot com. Frugal Athlete on all the social media channels. Um, and yeah, that's it. Like I said, it's short and sweet. Catch you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have, um, you know, some more news when it comes to the sports business side. But I felt, you know, this week I've been highlighting education. I might as well stress it and bring bring it home. So catch you guys later. Um, enjoy your week and see you all next week. Bye.